Catherine Beeks about her 20 years as an integral part of the San Diego music scene and the musical life and retreat she's now building in the Lucerne Valley of the Mojave Desert. So you're going into town from the Mojave Desert. Yeah, normally Johnny hunts and gathers and uh, I've just been staying here sequestered. Uh, But today I'm excited. Yes, I'm venturing out. First time in over a year uh, that I'll be going to the 99 cent store. It's so exciting. My head's going to explode when I walk in there. Are you in the flip life? Do you take the stuff at the 99 cent store and then flip it? Sometimes I do. Yeah, because I I have my little thrift store, but mostly just stuff for we're renovating our RV right now. So we need lots of little tchotchkes and dollar stores place to go. (laughs) <laughs> it is. Um, so you left San Diego almost two years ago. Actually, uh, September of 2019. So yeah. we're just uh, over a year. Yeah, we left before the pandemic. We uh, just came up to hang out with my folks. My my dad was having some stuff going on and we came up here to help out. And uh, we were up here for about three months and then we lost him. Oh, so sad. then right after that, the pandemic. So we were kind of stuck here with mom trying to decide what we were going to do with our lives, all three of us. And we were looking for property back down in San Diego to uh, return and open this sort of campground outdoor event space that I've had planned for the past 15 years. I even had a a website already built with what it would look like and whatnot, but we uh, couldn't find any space down there that was affordable, that would work. So my mom suggested we kind of do a smaller version of what we had planned right here They've got two and a half acres in Lucerne Valley. It's beautiful. They've really curated it with trees and amazing gardens. And it's just a beautiful place. So we decided to do that. And so we live up here now, uh, and I still do the podcast, The Listen Local Show, which features mostly San Diego artists. So, you know, not much has changed, except that we have this cool space up here now where we can invite our friends to come up and hang out. We have a fifth wheel, 28-foot fifth wheel that we used to live in that we've just been renovating into a casita that will be sort of an artist retreat. It's got amazing views of the Sawtooth Buttes and just fantastic little space. And then we've got a little, maybe five or six campsites and a room for our and stuff. So if people want to come up, I'm actually putting together a package, like a a working vacation for bands where they can come up, get styled in the green room, the thrift store, and then we'll take photos. We'll do a photo shoot and an interview, either video or just podcast. And then we could do a a music video as well. And then they can have a nice vacation hanging out in the RV and writing songs around the campfire. So uh, I might be interested in that. Oh, absolutely. We'll be open May 20th. Calendars open. We'll be doing reservations and uh, all the info is at heartacres.info and that's h-a-r-t acres.info my my dad's name was hartley hart so we named the place after him that's great i'm gonna look into that yeah we'd love to have you up gary you'd love it up here you know shoot some cool video out in the middle of the desert and sync to your song your video and your film business or uh enterprise is half fast photo <laughs> and half fast video yeah half fast it's sort of a play on half assed which is my uh i guess it's my motto it seems that's the way i kind of go 
into things. Yeah, I've been I've been making videos for, you know, maybe the past eight or nine years and they range. Uh, there's some stop animation stuff and animated and, and then just, you know, lyric videos and full on mini movies that are videos. So um, everything can be found on YouTube under uh, Catherine Beeks, but you can look for half fast film as well there. But yeah, I love making videos. I love working with people that already have a concept and an idea and trying to bring that to life. I have a song that's uh, Lost in Her Bag, and it's about Ooh. a girl from the country, and she goes into the city, and she gets all confused by the city, and then she winds back yeah. up in the country. Spoiler alert, she gets I back like home. It. And uh, my friend who I wrote it about, she was the sixth runner-up in the Miss Austria contest. I met her on Kauai, and she said, oh, do you want to come to Austria and film the video for that? Oh, like, yes. <laughs> at the time, I chickened out, so maybe we can yeah. make the, the American country version of it. There you go. Absolutely. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. And I'm always happy to help come up with a concept because I'll listen to a song and immediately I'll I'll already get the visuals. And right. You're like a natural storyteller that way. And you've been working with local artists since 99? Well, I got to San Diego in 99, but I didn't actually start hosting shows or anything until 2003. Between that time, I found it really difficult to break into the scene. It was very limited back then as far as where you could go and do a, a showcase. There were open mic nights, but even those were lottery and it was really difficult. So I... I uh, ended up starting to host uh, open mics and little songwriter showcases to just kind of help with that need that I had found. And then that started Listen Local way back then. And uh, we've been doing it ever since. And I stopped uh, hosting shows around 2017. I still do some stuff once in a while. And I do a, an online jam every Sunday. <clears throat> we started that during the pandemic, but we're going to continue it post pandemic because it's a great way for me to stay connected to all my San Diego peeps while I'm up here. We meet on Zoom. Zoom from four to six every Sunday and we do a song circle and we've been adding in an artist to pay tribute to each week and a game song. So we give you a title to write a song to. And so you have a week to do that. So it's been super fun. We've got like six people that always come and then there's, you know, new people that pop in. We've got some folks from Massachusetts that come every week, which is cool. And it's been fun. How do people get involved in that if they want to join in on the jam? Pretty much everything that I do is right there at listenlocalradio.com. That website site has the radio show that you can listen to on SoundCloud, our web series with all the interviews and stuff done with musicians on YouTube, and then information about what's happening lately. And you just click on and it takes you right to the Facebook page with the Zoom invite. And Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's, it's super fun. We, uh, you know, and people come to listen too. Um, sometimes there'll be someone pop on that I don't recognize and they don't turn their camera on and I just chat with them to see if they wanted to play and they're like no I'm just here to listen and so I never even see their face and they just hang out and listen I always tell the other people in the circle that it's probably some famous uh, recruiter for a, that's right for a, you an know, agent label scouting talent so that always makes it more fun <laughs> <laughs> yep, you never know who's listening <laughs> but yeah so we've just been fixing up the place out here doing the weekly zooms and and the monthly radio show and that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. And you have a Patreon that people can support your your endeavors. I do. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, um, <laughs> all the the radio show and everything I do, all these web the web shows and stuff is all thanks to the subscribers, um, which I have I think fifty seven of. Those folks are all uh, so so appreciated. And if you would like to be one of those wonderful people, you can go to patreon.com 
youtube.com slash listen local radio. I've got some private content up there as well as archived stuff. So there's lots of content once you become a Patreon family member. It's, uh, it's very extensive. I was just peeking into it. And I noticed that you recently released a thumb drive or a flash drive with 20 years of yeah. your stuff on it, like three gigs of material, like almost four gigs of material that people can get your stuff on, on. a 16 gig stick, which was cool because then you can put your own stuff on it too. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I decided when I left San Diego, right before I left, I had written a song that I, I really liked and I checked with my buddy Jeff Berkeley to see if he would record it for me. And he said, sure, why don't you bring some other songs too? And I ended up making a little seven song EP right before I left, which was super cool. And I was trying to figure out a way to release it. And I thought as sort of a paying tribute to San Diego, the last 20 years of all the music that I'd made with all the different bands I'd been in. And then I included everything. Everything from my entire catalog is on there. Um, all my songs, the videos I'd done and stories that I'd written and just a bunch of stuff. It was called The Time Capsule. It was really fun to make. I had to really dig through the archives to find stuff to put on it. It was, it was a really fun process. And, you know, sky's the limit when you've got a, a stick you're putting it on. It's not like you have to get anything printed or uh, so I, I was just throwing stuff on there with reckless abandon. So there's there's a lot of stuff on that. Yeah, I was selling those. Uh, let's see, that came out and right before we left. So that came out. 2019 and uh it's still available if people are interested my catalog you can hear on bandcamp so it's katherinebeeks.bandcamp.com that has basically everything that was on the stick that's good to know somebody called you from back in the day somebody called you uh kind of like the godfather of san diego music where if you wanted to know anything you or if you wanted to get into the scene <laughs> they had to go through Catherine beaks and then you'd you'd basically be <laughs> Yeah, a made person. No, my favorite was somebody <laughs> called me the first lady of San Diego music because Tim Piles is the mayor. So I was the first lady, which I was honored. You know, that really stems from the fact that starting in 2003 until 2015, I was hosting three and four nights a week. At one point, I was hosting seven nights a week all over the place, just trying to, you know, get venues to have live music. And so I'd come in and bring this little program that was really easy for them. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, that's how I really got to know everyone because at one point everyone played one of my shows and then when I got to uh, work with House of Blues and was able to get people on the main stage there that was a really big deal and super cool and then I got the gig on KPRI which um, also gave me a lot more exposure to, to musicians that I may not have heard of. What was that gig what, on like? KPR KPRI yeah that was the homegrown hour and I did that from 2009 to the time right before they went off the air that local music show which was a lot of fun and yes so that I got people sending in music that you know, I've been making music in San Diego for 30 years and I'd never heard of them. So, you know, even being out in the scene seven nights a week, there was still so much music that you just don't hear because there's a lot of people that you know aren't playing out. But San Diego is definitely full of amazing musicians and hidden gems. I really feel like if we get more of these outdoor concert venues, that's going to be key because it's so nice in San Diego. No one wants to be in a dark dive bar. Right. They, they want to be out enjoying the weather. I mean, that's why they come here. You know, this pandemic has opened the door to a lot of that because a lot of people are, are they have patios now where they didn't before and venues and uh, and there's a lot of big spaces opening up, big concert venues outdoors. So I think that that will help. That's a great point about the outdoor venues now. Yeah. That, that can open up like, so many uh, places. Just down the street from me in Yucca Valley, a place opened up at, in March, right after the pandemic, right after the shutdown started. And it's 
it's a, a French guy, uh, Levi Sampson, and he's a touring musician. And he and his wife happen to live in Yucca Valley, but he spends most of his time on, on the road. And when he couldn't go out, his wife turned their acreage into a drive-in concert. And they built this very rud- very rudimentary little stage out of like pallets. And they are now in their second season because even though things are opening back up, people loved that going to do that. Driving yeah. in, sitting in your car and watching a show, people are digging that. So they, and they must they just really, uh, tune it right into your radio, eh? Like a... They do actually. Wow. They do, but they also, you also can just hear it. They've got speakers and stuff, but they also do a broadcast on one of the local stations here. So it's cool. And I think people are realizing that they much prefer to listen to music outdoors. And um, a lot of people are realizing they'd much rather work from home. And so I think a lot of things will be changing for the better. So that's evolution, my friend. That's right. I think so too. That's I've been right. playing outdoors for 11 years, so yeah. I can definitely see the benefit in it. I know. I always live vicariously through you. My favorite time in life was when I busked across the United States with my friend Heath. He and I started from Cleveland and drove to California and back. And just, you know, we stayed a few sp- spots a little bit longer because it was more fun. And I almost, uh, I wished I had done it, but I had started taking notes because some towns wouldn't allow you to bus at all. Like you could get not only a rest but your guitar could get confiscated Confiscated, and all this and so we started going directly to the little city hall wherever town we would stop in and say hey we would like to busk what what are the rules and a lot of people had no idea what busking even was and so I thought I wanted to start like a photo travel guide for busking where you could do it best and what the coolest places are and god don't go to this town and that kind of thing you know (laughs) I love that you busk I think that's fantastic there's isn't isn't fun I mean there's no better way to like reach people directly Oh my goodness, I love it so much. Like I I can't imagine doing anything else. And like people are like, Oh, don't you want to be on the stage? I'm like, I am on a stage, man. I play for like eleven thousand people every day. I go out. I get their ticket price. They yeah. get Yeah. And you impact them just as much as if you, you know, they were at a show for 45 minutes, sometimes um, more, because you know, you just get that little piece of them for for that moment. And uh yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. You have a song that you want us to play on the weekly music thing to showcase your brilliance. Yay. Okay. Um, I've picked Begin Again, which was originally written in 2001 when I was in a band called Eight Ball Rack. It was a rock band. And this song was written with my buddy Clint Welch. And then I started playing it again later in life. And in 2019, it ended up on that little collection of songs that I recorded with Jeff on that seven song EP called 20 Years Here. And so uh, this is the song Begin Again. This was performed by myself on ukulele, Jeff Berkeley played guitar, Josh Hermesmeyer is on drums, and Rick Nash is playing the bass. Sweet. Let's hear that Plan a trip somewhere Miles away Pack for warm weather Map it out slowly so you don't miss a thing. Driving to the road ends, then your journey. Your name, but they smile anyway. 
if she had a billboard to put up on a highway and it could broadcast any message that she wanted, what would she have it say? And she told me that she would write, We don't have long on this earth, so don't waste it being a jerk. I really like that message. Oh, uh, what are some of the challenges that you faced being a music promoter in San Diego and how did you overcome them? I think the most the most frustrating thing that happened more than once is when you build something up and you put, you know, a lot of time and energy and effort into building the thing, then they take it from you. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, cool, we could do it. Thanks. We got this now." <laughs> we see great. how it's you done. You showed us how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that happened several times in several different places. And and I got to say that is the most, not only frustrating, but heartbreaking. And then, you know, you can't really bitch about it because then you look like the ass ill. It's just hard. It's one of those things. And I, and I know many promoters who have gone through it. How did I get past it? <laughs> I don't think I have. I, <laughs> I think it. you just have to, I think you just have to like, you know, obviously you move on and go, well, great. At least that thing is still happening because it was cool. And I'm glad that it's still going on. Try to take your ego out of it and just move on. And, and that's kind of what I've done. And then I think also now finally having a place of our own um, here that we can build something on. Right. That is a real a feeling of security that I've never experienced ever. For the first time, it feels like a real investment in our future. So I, I feel like no one can pull the rug out from under us. Yeah, you're time, nested so. now, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels good. You know, I always had this vision that now is finally come to fruition. That's great. It's finally coming to yeah. roost. I was I wanted to say that uh the songwriting game has given me has given me most of the songs 
that are on my actual published albums. Yay. <laughs> tell, Me too. Tell people about that. <laughs> Uh, in 2004, or maybe even 2003, I, Jeff Berkeley had invited me to be part of this little group of songwriters, and they were doing this thing that Tom Schneider had started, and Jeff and Steve Poltz were playing it with Tom Schneider. And so Jeff started a small group of people, and it was called The Game, and they would throw out a couple of song prompts, titles, or just phrases or words or whatever and then uh everybody would write a song and then share it and so it was a weekly thing at that point and then I borrowed it for the game and in 2004 we started doing it every month and uh, we would I think at that time we would give three titles to, to select from and then we would have an actual event where we'd all show up and play them for each other and it continues to this day we are still playing it so it went from monthly to like every other month and and then during the pause uh we did it online we did it virtually so people could post, just post their songs on the page. And uh, now we're doing it weekly on our little song circle thing. But the monthly one, we might actually do the next game in person. Um, I might come down to San Diego and post it and do that. But yeah, so that's always posted on listenlocalradio.com for anybody who wants to play. And if you go to the Facebook game page, we have all the titles from all the years past. And you could just pick a title and, and write a song and then post it under that poster. So it's kind of neat. People can play to song titles that are long gone by. Yeah, I noticed that it, it went kind of free form when the, uh, when the lockdown came around. Do you have any well, games Well, actually, up? on... On May 26th, uh, I'm having the first of our monthly full moon bonfires up here oh, at Heart Acres in Lucerne Valley. Yeah, I'm hoping that every every full moon, whatever night it falls on, we'll have a little uh, bonfire jam, wind permitting, because it is pretty windy up here in the high desert. And so this particular one, May 26th, falls on my birthday. So I'll be having my birthday bonfire jam, and folks are invited to come to that if they wanted to stay in camp. Or, well, yeah, the casino is rented. Jeff Berkeley is coming to my birthday party. I just found out. So he's going to be staying in the casita, but there's uh, some camping spots. Uh, it is midweek. It's a Wednesday night, May 26th. So I know that makes it tough for a lot of my friends down in San Diego. So May 26th, come on up. And then other than that, um, Calamity just booked our first gig since the shutdown. Uh, we will be opening up for the farmers on uh, September 26th at Winston. So we're really excited about that because we are huge fans of the farmers. They are legendary we are so honored to be opening for them and also ask pocket whiskey fellas will be playing they start the show then we play and then farmers on september 26th yeah it's a ways off <laughs> but <laughs> i'm excited right. about it you can put it in your it's calendar first, now it's our first gig how can people get in touch with you if they want to get in touch with you i know you've said it once or twice but just in case how people yeah how can people um, get in touch with you i think the easiest place to go is listenlocalradio.com and there's a contact button there that takes you to my website or my email or Facebook. Any of the things that you contact, whether it be the Green Room Thrift Store, Half Fast Photo and Film, or Heart Acres, every, everywhere you click to contact will just come right to me. So Catherine at listenlocalradio.com. Give me a shout if I can help you out with videos, photos, some mixed media art, just all kinds of stuff. Perfect. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like me to? Just maybe remind 
reminding people that the Listen Local Show monthly podcast uh, is always open to any genre. I ask people to submit a song and a voice message introduction. This is kind of new. I decided to change the format a little and I started having artists send in these introductions of themselves and their songs. And it's given a nice new depth to the show. Like my listeners are loving it because you get to know the artist before you hear the song, even in that short little introduction. So that's what I'm doing. And the 28th of every month is the deadline to submit your song and your voice message. It's really any genre. You know, we prefer studio produced songs, but if you've done it in your home studio and you think it sounds great, I'm going to play it. A lot of people from other states now, where it used to just be San Diego, you know, it's, it's now the high desert, Joshua Tree, and then also some folks from New Mexico have been contributing every month. And so submit it by the 28th and then the show posts on the first of the month. Nice. Maybe we can get it international. I'm glad you're doing this, Gary. I'm glad I've been enjoying uh, your other guests and it's cool to, that you're doing this. So thank oh, you for having me. Thanks so much for being here. I'm glad to hear positive feedback on it. I will okay, let you dude. go, get to your dollar store. Yeah. Get some cool items. I will. Some swag. Thanks so much for being on the show on the Weekly Music Podcast. And I will talk with you later. Thank you, Gary. Keep on rocking. It's the week.